Welcome to the Newbie Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Patrick, and I'm here to show you the ABCs of exercise and nutrition so you don't have to go in circles trying to figure it out by yourself ever again. Welcome back to the Newbie Gains Podcast with your number one coach, Coach Pat. And today's episode is called Three Ways to Test Your Strength in the Gym. Now for newbies, When you first go to the gym, the last thing in your mind is to test your strength. However, if you've ever had a personal trainer before or you've ever had a free session or a consultation and you've had a trainer guide you through a typical program, typical workout, usually they'll do a few squats, they'll do a plank test with you. You know, for me, when I used to be a PT and straight new people walking into the gym, never been in the gym in their life, I had to create a safe environment where they felt comfortable moving their body. That was like the goal. However, I needed to see what their body was capable of. Some of them never had any physical experience in their life. That was difficult. Some of them were athletes in school. That was a little bit easier. Some of them just were nervous to get back in after a long layoff because of injury. So I would usually test their squats, their push-ups, their lunge strength, their cardiovascular strength, and their plank strength. And that's not by destroying them, but it's a really good way to understand where you are currently at. Sometimes we live in our mind and our mind will start telling us false narratives like, oh, I'm too weak, I'm not good enough, or I haven't trained in years, I'm so weak. You don't know until you physically actually do the movement. Okay. However, there's a curse to testing your strength. I remember this one night, Friday night, 2020, 2019, before we all got shut down. I was at the gym, you know, typical Friday night, not at the bar anymore. The you know, only bar I was at the squat rack and I was training and I looked to the side and I'm at Derrima Gym. For any of the people that listen to this podcast that live in Australia or Melbourne, you know what Derrima Gym is. I looked to my right and there was eight boys Friday night, they're lifting. And some were on their phone, some were talking shit and some were lifting. And it was just like a party, a deadlift party. And I'm just doing my thing, but I couldn't help because they were very noisy and uh one of them did a deadlift and his form was not that great but he did it because the person before him was lifting more so it was like domino ego filled environment so much testosterone who can lift more who cares about form if you don't lift it up you're a little pansy that's the vibe i was getting i'm like interesting so one after the other They were deadlifting, no proper technique, no proper form, no personal trainer around, no one there to, you know, they're obviously not trying to test how good their technique is. The only thing is how much can you lift? And if you think about the deadlift, the reason why it's called a deadlift is because one, the bar has to be dead to the floor. You can't cheat the deadlift. To pick it off the floor, you cannot cheat. It has to come up one way. If you are in proper positioning, you'll be able to lift more. However, if you don't have proper positioning, you're going to use your lower back and your spine to carry the most of the weight. And every single one of those kids were just lifting with a curved spine, curved back, looked like turtles. And even if they were hurting themselves in the gym at that given moment, they're not going to feel it and they're not going to whinge about it. There's too many guys around. They don't want to be that one person like, oh, my back hurts. And I just remember that one night and thinking, wow, this must happen a lot. Because it did happen. And I couldn't blame them. I wasn't shaking my head. I was like, I was this little idiot. I was 17 years of age. I was listening to my brother. He took me to the gym once and he's like, you should do deadlifts. I'm like, no, I'm just getting started. And I heard this, you know, it's a very unsafe exercise if you don't know what you're doing. He's like, nah, don't be a pussy. And when my brother does this, tells me not to be a pussy, I'm like, okay, well, he played the don't be a pussy card. So, uh, <laughs> all right, let's do it. So I lift the weight and he said, oh, 
cool, keep your back straight. So I try to keep my back straight. I'm like, what about that? He's like, no. To give you guys perspective, my back is not like straight. I had to work on my back and my posture for years to have like a straight spine because none of us have a straight spine. It's a curved spine. But mine was more kyphotic than the usual spine. So kyphosis is a rounding in the back. So doing reed delt flies, posterior chain exercises really helped me. But when I was first starting, I had no muscle integrity. I had no skeletal integrity. Everything was just like grinding. Anyway, he was doing deadlifts. I was doing deadlifts. He's like, keep your back straight. Your back's not straight. I'm like, I'm trying. He's like, and he's not a coach, all right? He didn't know how to like put me into position to get my technique right. So I, I can't blame him till this day. Anyway, I get home. I'm like, my back hurts. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I wake up the next day. I'm like... I actually am struggling to walk or stand right now. My lower back really hurts. He's like, oh, it's just because, you know, you're not used to it. Okay. Six days later, my back still hurts. One, I'm very lucky that it wasn't anything like nerve damage or spine damage. It was just severe DOMS. So DOMS stands for muscle um, delayed onset muscle soreness. And it was sticking with me for six days because one, I do no lower back work. And two, I don't do lower body. So when you don't do lower body, you don't work squats, you don't work your lower back either. Okay. Now, this episode is called Three Ways to Test Your Strength. And the reason why I'm telling you this story is because when I go off and tell you different ways you can test your strength, it doesn't mean you go in there and be an idiot. You don't have to. <laughs> All right. So there's a few different ways you can uh, test your strength. We've got, I'll give you three examples. You've got maximal strength, you've got muscular endurance, and you've got core strength. Maximal, maximal strength is the maximum force your muscles can produce during a single or all-out effort of contraction. So you can do like a one rep max, or you can do as many reps as you can in one minute. That's a That could be a test of strength. Muscular endurance is the ability of your muscles to sustain repeated contractions or generate force over an extended period. More like CrossFitters. You know, how many pull-ups can you do in a minute? Then how many squats can you do in a minute? Um, how heavy can you lift this kettlebell off the floor and walk with it for hundred meters without stopping? Like that's a different levels of testing your strength. Um, a very simple way anyone listening to this podcast can test their strength without hurting themselves is planking. Okay. Core strength involves the muscles of your abdomen, lower back and pelvis providing stability and support for the spine and surrounding structures. So planks, squat holds, all of these things are very safe to do. Okay. So they're different examples. Now I'm going to go into the specifics. I don't coach one rep maxes. I used to when I was working with clients inside a gym where I could just, I can have my hands on them. So if they're doing a squat, I could save them if they couldn't get back up. If they're doing a deadlift, I could watch from the side and make sure their back is straight while they're doing the one rep max. If they're doing a bench press, I can like stand under the bar, not stand on the bar, stand behind the bar with my hands under it just in case the bar doesn't crush their rib cage. I sometimes do five rep maxes or six rep maxes with students to test their strength. But I do feel like this is one way you can test your strength with no, like if you do a one rep max, guys, the only thing you get is a bit of ego points. You could tell your friends, oh, I lifted this much for this much weight. I mean, it doesn't do much for you strength-wise. It tests your strength, but it doesn't make you stronger. What makes you stronger is the rate range between four to 10. If you stay between four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, doing that over time is going to test your strength. So for all my Dream Team Academy students, all my next level students, you can test your strength by doing five to six reps as heavy as you possibly can go with a 10 RPE and be like, okay, that's my, at least you know you can do the weight without hurting yourself. With the one rep max, 
You could do a lot more weight, but it's designed to break you, okay? It's very dangerous, very dangerous. Testing a one rep max provides a clear benchmark for your current strength level. It is clear. It's like a night and day. That's why with powerlifting, you got your squat, your bench, and your deadlift. They're the three main lifts to test your strength. Cool. However, I'm going to give you strategy number two, rep range assessment. Everyone who's in my academy, what you can do is choose a specific exercise and determine the maximum number of repetitions you can perform with good form. For example, perform a set, perform a set of a bench press, let's say, 10 reps, good form, as much weight as you can possibly go. Have someone spotting you. Tell the spotter, don't touch the bar, rule number one. Number two, if you can't bring it back up, worst thing that can happen, they help you bring it up. Don't test your 10 rep max bench press by yourself with no safety racks or no support. Dangerous, okay? Understanding your rep range helps in designing the right protocol for your upcoming week. So let's say you do bench press, you do 40 pounds, and you do 10 reps, and you found like you could do more. You can leave that for next week and see if you can do 45 pounds. This is how you can test your strength. I see a lot of you guys, depending on where you start, if you're a newbie week or your first month, maybe you won't develop that progressive overload mindset. But once you're in the program for like two, three, four, five, six months, every week you need to get stronger. Like Jihan, for example, is one of my clients. He's been working with me since 2016, on and off. You know, hey, Pat, I need 10 kilograms off. I'm like, no, no problem. I help him lose 10 kilograms. He goes overseas, puts me back on. Hey, Pat, I need to lose 10. Like we've got this thing going on. However, he's come back now. He didn't put the weight back on when he traveled, but he's like, mm, I need to get like consistent again. Okay. My macros have been good, but I want to get stronger. We were staying between 12 to 16 reps for the last six weeks. We just recently changed it from like six to 10. We need to use different rep ranges to test different strengths. Well, muscular endurance is anything from like 10 to 16. Maximal strength is anything from six to 10. Okay. Strength, six to 10. Endurance, 10 to 16. So we need to test both. Cool. Another great way to test your strength is functional movement tests. How deep can you squat? Think about this right now. When you put a bar on your back, how low can you go? With good form, back straight, heels on the floor, looking forward, chest up, hips below your knees, past parallel. That is also a way you can test your strength. Lunges. When you do lunges, is your knee a centimeter off the floor? Good. Easy. You might say, oh, lunges are easy, Pat. Bulgarians. Put your foot on a bench. How low can you go now? Yeah, easy. Cool. Grab a dumbbell. Yeah, easy. Okay. Put a bar on your back. Ooh, I don't know about that. There you go. That's how you can test your functional movements. Okay. Things like lunges, Bulgarians, you don't have to overload the weight to really feel it because you're working one leg and the other one's just stabilizing. Another functional movement test you can do is a good old, good old fashioned push-ups. We did a push-up challenge a few months ago. How many push-ups can you do in a minute? You know, good form, like chest barely touching the floor. What you want to do when you're testing your functional movement patterns is focus on the quality of movement control and range of motion rather than lifting heavier weights. Bulgarian spit squats are a great example. You don't have to lift heavier for you to make it more difficult. You start with lunges, then you put your foot on the bench, make it a Bulgarian, and then you grab dumbbells to make it weighted Bulgarian dumbbells uh, lunges. And then you go Bulgarian split squats with a barbell. That's like the advance, you know, it's not much heavier. (laughs) One of my students like Bulgarians are, okay? Functional strength is vital for everyday activities. Everything we teach you in the academy is 
going to complement your lifestyle. Compound movements, as simple as picking a baby off the floor properly. It's as simple as moving furniture around the house, keeping your core engaged. Tell you a crazy story. One of my very first clients, her name was Kate. She first came to me with a consultation and she said, Pat, the only thing I want is to get rid of this belly fat after having kids. It's like it doesn't want to go no matter how much I diet. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what do you do for training? He's like, I do cardio and I eat little food like a rabbit. I'm like, cool. What about strength training? He's like, I can't do strength training, Pat. Like, why? It's like, you know, five, um, about three years ago, I went to clean my room and I went to get my blanket and flick my blanket as you do to, you know, make your bed. And I bulged my disc. I'm like, sorry. It's like, yeah, I bulged my disc making my bed. I'm like, huh. So I'm putting two and two together. I'm like, okay. She doesn't do compound movement. She doesn't do any strength training. Five years, four, like three years ago, she made her bed and she bulged her disc. What the fuck's going on? So <laughs> our consultation was all about strength testing. I gave her functional movements, functional movements. Ah, I see. You have no strength. Like having another child would be very difficult because you have no strength. Pelvic floor, probably non-existent, which is the main muscle to help push babies out. Like we need a lot of work. Kate became like my one of my longest clients. She was with me for like five years strong as fuck. Uh, Everything I knew about fitness, I gave to her because she was one of my very first students. And now she, if you saw her, you'd think she's a personal trainer. So the reason why I'm telling you that story is because everything you do in the gym is going to correspond and correlate to everyday activities in your life to keep you injury free. Here's a fact. We're all humans. We have problems. (laughs) Everyone has problems. I tell you what's not fun. Having an injury bulge disc, nerve pain, shoulder pain, frozen shoulders, hip surgery, like needing a hip surgery because your hips are out of place, knees not feeling too good. When you wake up, you're 30, you feel like you're 70 while also having problems. I mean, it, it just feels like the whole world's caving in on you. So if we can prevent injuries from happening by prioritizing strength training, and given the examples I've given you today with strength testing, that's going to sit, that's going to help you navigate your fitness journey okay where are you on your physical ability map okay at least you're playing a law like 45 percent of australians americans and canadians are not even working out okay they're not even playing the game so if you're here listening to this and you're training and you're not seeing the results of the scale you're beating everyone who's going backwards rapidly nachos tacos, Netflix, snack after chocolate, after ice cream, wake up in the morning, do it all over again. You're beating them. You're beating the old you. So you not giving up is a win in itself. You know, before I did this podcast, I gave you an example of Christy who's been with us for one month, hasn't lost, she hasn't lost any weight. Her body is completely different. Okay. Non-scale wins is what we're looking for. All right. To recap, three ways to test your strength in the gym. You can do a one rep max, which I would only do with uh, someone that's knowledgeable who's standing next to you to help you. Another way to test your strength is doing planks, squat holds. Another way to test your strength is functional movement tests. How much range of motion do you have with your squats? How many push-ups can you do in a minute, et cetera? That is all, guys. Thanks for listening to the Newbie Gains podcast. Done. All right, here we go. What's happening here? Hmm. I hate Bulgarian. It's a love-hate relationship for me for Heather. They work so good, but they burn so much. I know, Megan. Good morning, everyone. Day one starts today. Let's go, Jenna. Welcome. Our Black Friday giveaway win. Going to make you proud. You, you already are. 
You know, I heard a lot about you. No, I heard a lot about you. Listening to Pat, he's speaking the words of my people right now. <laughs> uh, I love it. Guys, that is all. See you in the dream team. I'm out. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Newbie Gains podcast and hopefully you got some inspiration. If you did and you want to learn more on how me and my team can help you start getting fat loss results, DM me transform on IG and I'll send you more details.